Hello, ladles, jelly spoons, and other non-binary kitchen utensils. This is your local source of gravy. Not imported, American-made gravy. I'm your host, Frank. Not that canned bullshit you find at Aldi. And not poutine. It's American. Yeah, that ain't even gravy. That's just salty fucking thickness. You know what is amazing, though? What is very amazing? A poutine burrito. You make a burrito with poutine in it? Fucking top-notch. I mean, I, I'm 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 full of shit. I I love poutine. It's great. I'm gonna be honest. I've only had it like once, but it was good. I don't think I've ever had it, but it is something that I know I would love. I uh, for the LG uh, uh, ultra wide ultimate gaming setup oh, thing okay. that I got hired for. Uh, they had the award ceremony in. Vancouver or Toronto? One of the two? Toronto? I can't remember. Anyways, I took my little brother. It was like the only trip I really took anybody on. And uh, I took him there and we were, um, we had some downtime and I was like, hey, we're going to go, we're going to go find some fucking poutine. And his eyes lit up. He thought I was talking about some Canadian pussy. (laughs) Uh, You know, second, second best. I was like, no, we're getting, getting some gravy, cheese curd fries, motherfucker. So I, I literally, we just walked until I found like a place that sold food and I just kept reading the menus until I found, I knew we would find it. And it, I, we were, it was like a weird restaurant that was just like in the bottom of a fucking hotel or something. I don't know. It was okay. It wasn't like the best poutine ever, but it was like the most Canadian experience. Why is my camera so fucking blurry right now? Autofocus is being a bitch. Um, we sat down and we we're eating our fucking poutine and, uh, what's that shit? Where they like, they, uh, they shove like the big heavy fucking weights on the ice and then they got a fucking like, you know, there's like two people scrubbing the fucking ice curling. in front of it. Is it ice? Like shaved ice? Or is it just, yeah. It yeah. Oh, <laughs> curling. Yeah. Curling. Yeah. Yeah. So we're watching fucking curling on TV while we're eating our poutine in Canada. Oh, it was a pretty oh, great oh, experience. I thought you were talking about the ice cream where they, they, they have it on like this. No, not like Italian shaved like ice. <laughs> curling. No, no, no. Curling. Yeah. yeah, you know how they put rocks on your ice cream when you get a shaved ice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Big, heavy, like in Canadian twenty-five pound rocks. They're tough as shit. They got these hard-ass teeth built for crushing mm-hmm. rocks, baby. It's because they hard. eat those fucking little maple leaf uh, shape maple syrup candies. Those oh, hard Jesus candies. Christ, where do you get candy? That's all they eat. Sorry. Fuck the Canads, bro. Sorry. I, I I really love Canada. I'm being honest. They're great. So, I don't like the president much. I don't think. At least I hear I'm not supposed to. I don't know if I. Sh- I'm. I don't know. I don't know enough about Canadian politics, but I would like to use your health care if you don't mind. He's extremely with truckers. He's extremely liberal, but then has been caught culturally appropriating like many, many different people, and we'll just leave it at that. What's new? Okay, I'll tell you what's new. <laughs> okay. Uh, I've been playing some games streaming. I've been playing Stray. And then I've been playing The Ascent. Working for Me a guy play named straight Pooh. too. And then uh, I haven't, I haven't played it yet, which is funny to me because I think I am the one most like mo- out of all of us most likely to play it a lot. Which you're you're the PlayStation guy. You're also well, I guess Frank's the cat guy. He's I'm the, the token cat guy. I'm the so I don't know. I figure me. I'm the PlayStation guy. But weirdly enough, I think I was the first person to play it out of all of us. I I loaded that bitch up a while back. Um, I, uh, I'm not going to lie, I had a, a digital PS5 stashed for a giveaway, um, and I was like, you know what, I'm just going to hook it up in the bedroom, and now we can play fucking Stray. 
And so I did that. And, uh, yeah, I'm on like, I think there's like five or six chapters and I'm on like the second to last chapter. Okay. Um, it's, it's, uh, I, I can't, I don't want to say too much cause I, I know like early on Frank's only like an hour and a half in and Andrew hasn't played at all, but, uh, it's good, man. It, it's, it's not the best game in the world, but it's like a totally different mechanic, you know, where you, pretty much everything you see, you can fucking jump on it and climb and get anywhere in the map. And it's, it's a lot of fun. And it's, it's crazy how much they dialed it. Like they nailed the psychology of a cat because I fucking hate cats for a lot of reasons. One, I'm allergic to them mostly, but you know, they knock everything off counters and shit. But when you're playing stray and you see paint cans on the edge of a fucking, it's irresistible. You have to go over and just fucking knock the shit off. And it's like, so I think Stray has helped bridge the gap, you know, a little bit for me and my relationship psychologically with cats. That's beautiful. So, right? And and there's a feature in the game, Frank, have you got to do it yet, where you can scratch yeah, yeah. a carpet or a, yeah, yeah. a door? Uh-huh. Bro, so satisfying. I get it now. Look at that hologram sticker. So... It's fucking bitching, dude. Quick spoiler, though. I don't give a fuck. There's at one point, since we're talking about the paint cans, there's a part where there's people who are... Uh, People, people, whatever they are, they're throwing. Hey, boys! They're throwing. They're throwing uh, paint cans, and I thought that they were like working or something. But like it, the other in-game dialogue says that those two characters are actually playing. They're throwing the paint can over the thing. Back and forth. It says yep. that they're playing. So there's a there's a there's an error in that though. Whenever they they pick up a can from a paint can, it's just like a shitty animation of just a can magically appearing. And then he throws it across, and then the guy catches it and lays it down in the pile of other paint cans. Well, it just it's just whatever, bad animation for that. But there's all these other paint cans that you can knock over, and in this one fucking portion, you can't knock those paint cans over. And yeah. it was like... It is a little annoying. It was like, oh, you're stars. Yeah. I actually already clipped that moment uh, for Twitter. And the first thing I thought, because like if you watch the animation... They're, he's like catching it and stacking it and catching it and stacking it, but it just like dissolves into the fucking stack. Yeah. And I clipped basically the exact same thing was in Call of Duty Vanguard. There's like a, a part where you're in like this big barracks and they're like, there's these two soldiers and they're doing the same thing, but with sandbags. And it's just <laughs> like, they're just never ending stacking sandbags into this pile that dissolves. And at first glance, it looks great. And then you start watching it. You're like, this is super fucked. Um, I'm going to throw this out there and it might get me in trouble. All right, it might, but I, listeners, I want you to know that down in the description, there is a pay trion, and if you click that and you subscribe to our Patreon, if you send us, what's our lowest tier? A dollar? Five dollars? I don't even. I know. think so. I think it's a dollar. <laughs> I love listen. If you every user that signs up, it, it, existing and old, Frank, I'm going to need you to send me that information. I don't know how. We're going to figure it out. Um, I'm going to mail out a holographic gravy wheel sticker. To anybody that wants to join our Patreon or existing members that have been there, damn, um, you I'll must have happen. You must have like ten of those shits. I actually have a pretty yes. While supplies last, I highly doubt this many people will sign up. But as you can see here, I've probably got le a little less than fifty. So, do you um, want me don't, to don't scam alert me? Do you want me to open a pack of cards on the air for you guys? I'd love that. I would love that. <laughs> nice. Did you send did you him those? one to leave sealed? No, I didn't. Uh, say what? Did you? Did you? Do you have an? Okay, I was gonna say you got to leave one. You got to leave Gizmo sealed, bro. 
Yeah, open one of them bitch ass ones. But you got to leave Gizmo sealed. Are they? Did you actually buy, buy those for a dollar ninety nine? Yep, that's sure not did. bad. There's yeah, a. Not bad. I, yeah, we were my son and I were out fucking around and we saw a. Uh, there's like a used game, not game. Uh, toy store, you know, the collectible type shits. Let's see Those what we got. Wax packs, they're so fun. Here's the gum, unwrapped. Eat it. <laughs> Stuck eat to the card. It, you gotta eat, eat, eat it. it. Stuck eat to it, the card. Eat it. Eat it. It'll be fine. It's just sugar and dextrous. It's from 1990. And that's how you oh. <laughs> <laughs> broke your front teeth. <laughs> and that's how Andrew you got hear it crunch. <laughs> you can hear it crunch. Yeah. How oh. did COVID twenty COVID twenty two? How did it start? Well, here's this clip of the Gravy Wheels podcast. From some idiot. <laughs> did it just disintegrate into powder? It didn't even turn into gum. Yeah, no, it was not doing. It was not being gum. That'll happen. Yeah, that will happen. Okay. You got Daffy the Gremlin. Hell yeah. Now let's be honest. Did you know his name if it wasn't on the card? No. Yeah, because I could not think of it for the last... I mean, everybody knows Gizmo, but... And the back part is like oh, a... Oh, there's uh, a puzzle. Now you gotta buy more packs. That's how they get See? you. That's how they get you. A fucking puzzle card every time. A, a boy and his mogwai. Is that, is that... That's Al Pacino? Yep. And yes, he was so good in that. <laughs> Marge signing off. Okay. Sorry, I shake like a, a Parkinson's, but I don't. To my knowledge. We all love you, Michael. Familiar trite, uninspired. That, that okay. I believe that's Leonard Malton on there. It's not Leonard Nimoy. Malton, bitch. Grandpa Fred. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> oh, buried alive. Looks like a gremlin covered in cement or semen. Th- that was that nope. protester from uh, the Tour de France. <laughs> Put <laughs> cement over their hand. Clamp center. Okay. That iconic location. Can't get the shine off Master Chief's chest. Post midnight snack. Mm. Before it got sketch. Lenny the Mogwai, not Gizmo. How have they not rebooted Gizmo Gremlins yet? Oh, and here's my favorite Dental Dilemma. <laughs> they need Fuck, yeah, dude. Gremlin DDS. They need to they definitely need to reboot that. Reboot Gremlins or Critters. Gremlins or Critters? Which Ooh, one? Critters. Critters was... I I think... I feel like Gremlins had to have been actually better, right? I remember Critters, and I remember enjoying it. Like, as far as watching it today, I feel like Gremlins has to hold up better. Oh, yeah, they're, of course. Yeah. All right, here's a similar question. What about Maximum Overdrive as a video game? As I've a, never actually watched that. As a survival, as a survival is. game, you motherfuckers have never seen Maximum Overdrive. If it's on Amazon, we might have to do a watch party. Are you? I've, sh- I have started it before. I've been meaning it's to a watch Stephen it. King. I've seen I see a, a semi trailer. I've seen the truck that has like the goblin face on it that looks fucking awesome. I just haven't. Nineteen eighty six. Just haven't watched it. Read this cast: Emilio Estevez, uh, yeah, Pat Hingle, Laura Harrington. Okay. Well, interesting. Hang on, I gotta get a bottle of water. It's just like right out of my reach. <laughs> uh, have you never seen? Uh, I'm gonna start recommending films. No, I, I want that that project you're working on. I want a copy, but we don't have to mention anymore. But 
for legality reasons. But um, I do, while we're on the movie subject, I want to bring up the movie that you posted on uh, Facebook, and I watched it because of that. Oh, shit, uh, What drunk. is it? <laughs> was it Falling Down? What is it? Falling, falling Down. Yeah, that's Wait, a good fucking movie, man. You had not seen Falling Down before? I had not. But, you know, like, I had seen references obviously so like whenever i saw frank post that and then i read through the comments and i think someone mentioned the name of it i was like you know what i'm gonna i, I was packing orders that day and i just threw it up on the on the old tv and yeah it was it was really good he's a, he's it, a i could uh, see why that was your dad's favorite movie that was not his favorite movie but our <laughs> buddy definitely <laughs> yeah very interesting. That's, that's funny. I could have sworn that the three of us either talked about that or watched that in high school. I swear that's how I saw it the first time. Maybe we... I don't think it was me. Maybe it was just me over there, because I know that sometimes I'd be over there and could we'd watch, like, too. we'd watch, like... Videodrome and... Yeah. Naked Lunch. Oh, we watched all kinds of stuff, yeah. Yeah, yeah there was a bunch of stuff videos. that I watched because of you guys that I never would have seen, I feel like, but... Well, at that time, too, I had a pretty big DVD collection that had a lot of weird shit in it. And a lot of yeah, I remember you had, like, a full stuff. wall. Yeah. Uh, something happened. What is that? Do you guys hear that? It's the motherfucking mm. gravy wheel, 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 wheel. Oh, <laughs> I hear rain. Oh, the gravy wheels, wheels. As exciting. And the wheels oh, broke. Oh, we're not going to do that one. All right. <laughs> All right. The the charter $7 billion uh, thing. We're not going to. No. That's, uh, that's hmm. not the mood we're in today. We're going to re-roll. No. <laughs> we're going to re-roll. Wrong vibe. Wrong vibe. Wrong vibe. <laughs> By the way, if my internet's a little spotty, it's because there's a storm rolling through right now. So, do it's warning you guys. Do we want to wait until we resort to the wheel? Because there's still other stuff that... We can talk about it. We'll do this one really quick because I think you want to talk about this one. It's Power Wash okay. Simulator. Ah, yeah. <laughs> Nailed it. Nailed it! How you like that? I've been like playing it a lot lately, actually. I It's one of those... Like, I don't usually go for the simulator games. I don't give a shit. But... Same. Uh, it has been, like, weirdly therapeutic to play. And I so I've been playing it on my Xbox, and the controller has been driving me nuts. And I just installed it on my PC the other day to play it with a mouse, and now it's like, uh, it feels so good. <laughs> oh, I bet, yeah. Joysticks, no bueno with that shit. There is a yeah. picture of somebody that did. There's a subway level, and then so okay. he did half the subway level. He put just power wash exactly half of it, and then just stands down the very middle of it, and you can just see like. The polar opposites of just nasty, grimy, probably like a Chicago, New York City subway. It's it kind of scratches the same itch as uh, like in uh, like in remasters where there's a button where you can hit and go to the original, and then like I do oh. that in Halo Two yeah, all yeah, the time yeah. in the levels. You know, uh, I just gross. have to like see what it looked like. This, it's this so thing- good, dude. And there's a couple. There's another game that does that. It's really satisfying. Diablo Two has that, I think. The remake, the oh, remaster. Yeah. But right. Power Wash Simulator, it's like, that is extremely satisfying, one. And two, it's funny because some of the places that are, like, filthy, disgusting shitholes are, like, children's playgrounds. And you're like, how did this get this bad? Right. Like, it looks like a giant had diarrhea there. It looks well, terrible. Fucking, you guys have been around children. They're fucking disgusting. They are yeah, but that's disgusting. not that much. Like, rain will take care of some of that. 
Well, I haven't played the game, but um, I did power wash my front porch. Uh, Even better. The weekend before last or last weekend, one of the two. And uh, yeah, it it is oddly like I didn't I didn't want to power wash my front porch, but uh, I started doing it, and then it's just it's so fucking satisfying. You kind of get addicted to it, and next thing I know, it was like two hours later, and I power wash the entire front of my house and like the underhang of my front porch and all that shit. And it looks so much better. It's, it's funny awesome. cause there. I was playing it and I was literally like, could I make a little cottage industry of buying a power wash, like a pressure washer and then going around to the people in the neighborhood and being like, Hey, can I pressure wash your, the front of your business or whatever? Dude. Um, right. So I actually did that for a little bit though. Um, Taco Bell drive throughs Ah. Yeah, because and you would it, it's fucking disgusting. And then so what you have to do though is you have to do it in the springtime or summer, ideally, or in the fall because uh, whatever. But anyways, like you have to be there super early before business starts because a, a pressure washer yeah. will not take all of it off. So you have to spot treat with degreaser, and sometimes you gotta mm. let that shit for a fucking for a while. So I would get up at like five, be there at six. And then hopefully be done by 10 a.m. whenever uh, that Taco Bell would open. God yeah. damn. There, then... there are moments in Pressure Wash or Power Wash Simulator where you have to take rust off of shit. And that is a pain in the ass. Like, you have to hit it. Like So there are also, like, liquids that you choose that help dissolve certain solutions. You use them on certain materials. Um, but it's like you have to... If you want to wash rust off of stuff, you have to sort of hit it precisely with like the most powerful sort of little bit. Right. But yeah, it's uh, it's fun. It's just like it's fun and relaxing. And I did not intend to play it like the way I've been playing it. A pleasant surprise. I, played- I mean, I think we need to launch like an entire new brand because I, I one of my most viewed videos of all time was on Twitter of a power wash. Yeah, a power washer. I think it, I mean it got like at least a quarter million, if not like half a million views. People people love power washers, man. There's, it's a, there's something there. Deeply satisfying. There's a subreddit. There's a subreddit for power washing porn, and then there's also a subreddit for laser cleaning. And the laser cleaning mm. is Ooh, those are yeah, I've yeah. watched those before. Especially those um, are nice. They can do it where they can modulate it somehow where um they can play music while they're they can use the high pitch frequencies of the laser to make music while they're cleaning something. So there was Jesus there was one where it's Darude Sandstorm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That reminds me. That reminds me of the Floppatron. Have you seen those YouTube videos? Uh, I don't know. So this guy built a. He has a giant table covered in old floppy disk drives. Oh, yeah, 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 you know, yeah. They're yeah. obsolete technology that's like, you know, print, like old printers, the kind that had like the dot matrix printers that, yeah, the, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. bits on the side. That is awesome. And he's, he's written code so that he can play songs with them using like the different mechanical sounds that they make. That's amazing. It's very satisfying to watch. It's like a goddamn Hell fucking yeah. MIDI controller because of how he can, yeah. Th- those are great videos too. The Floppatron. Yeah. Go look them up if you haven't seen them. Um, yeah, was there, what else did we need to talk about? Uh, I, I don't remember. Sorry. I really um, I've all. got a, I've got a fun fact that we can mention real quick with, uh, some recent GTA news that has hit 
hit the interwebs, I, I got to dig in a little bit, and I came to the realization that uh, GTA V will have made more than likely $10 billion by the time GTA VI drops. They made about $900 million in the first 24 hours, um, and reportedly they make about $2.5 million per day, even now. So um, it's, uh, it's fucking up there, bud. And that game came out in 2013, for all you that forgot. GTA V initially launched on the Xbox 360 PS3, right? Yeah. Yeah. Xbox uh, 360 PS3. But it was like right before the transition to the next consoles. I think it was less than a year, wasn't it? Or, or maybe it was the following year. Uh, so then it was re-released on the X-Bone and the PS4. And then... Uh, a year or two later, I think it came out on PC, and then now, obviously, it's been re-released on PS5 and Series X and Series S, uh, so it's been, yeah, it, it's been, it, it doesn't feel like it, in a sense, but then again, it kind of does. It, it's almost a fucking 10-year anniversary on that shit, and it's just been racking in the dough. Um, you know, they, they have one of the most lucrative, in my opinion, uh, monetization strategies, even though, like, when people bring, when people bring up, like, uh, microtransactions, it's always Call of Duty or fucking, I mean, I guess, like, Fortnite's not in the conversation. I'm trying to think of the ones that are usually, it's, I guess it's mostly Call of Duty. Uh, CSGO got a lot of heat, but no one ever, ever brings up GTA V, and it's always kind of blown my mind. Um, I remember buying a Megalodon card, I believe, which is, like, a million dollars in-game on GTA Online. And I bought a yacht for a YouTube video because I knew I would recoup my costs and hopefully make some profit and all that shit. And I bought a fucking Megalodon card and it's still the yacht that I bought in the game after I tricked it out with all the light kits and sound systems and all the dumb shit that's on GTA Online. The fucking yacht cost like $1.8 million in game or some shit. It was like over $100 I spent on an in-game fucking boat that does nothing other than ser serve as a fucking spawn location, essentially, in the fucking game. It's insane. And no one ever fucking talks about GTA V and their microtransactions. And that's why they've, they're, they will have made $10 billion for Take-Two Interactive by the time they drop GTA VI. Uh, and insane. In the interim, too, I would like to remind you that Red Dead Redemption 2 came out... Red Dead Redemption Online came out and died. <laughs> yeah. But, well, I, I was actually talking to Frank about this. I think uh, a lot of that fault probably goes to GTA V still. Because they still yeah. have such a robust online community. People are still fucking playing that shit. And when it comes to, like, a game where you can ride a horse and go fishing or go down... I mean, they have, like, rocket bikes and all kinds of crazy shit in GTA V now. So it's like... There's just, because of the era, you're going to have more options in a modern setting. So, I like, you know, those people that like those kind of games, are you going to play fucking Red Dead Online or GTA Online? You know, another, I think a lot of their own downfall was that. Another funny thing about GTA Online to me is that I swear probably 90% of the footage or whatever I see from GTA Online isn't taking place in the city. It's not anybody actually playing the game like normal. It's like these weird Out courses the that are built in the sky. Yeah. That yeah. like are like Hot Wheels tracks. Oh, like the races. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, the races get pretty elaborate. I I think a lot of people forget too that there was a lot of uh, 
just like weird deathmatch modes and shit in that game. Like you, even like forced first person and stuff, which I, I always thought the first person in that game was dog shit, but they, they really did a lot. They were ahead of their time a little bit, I think. And you know, it, it goes to show that that's why their player count is still as fucking high as it, as it is. And they're killing it to this day. But does their monetization and strategy include introducing a John Cena skin today? Oh God, fuck you. Fuck you, and no. fuck you and your foreskins. Your foreskins. <laughs> I like that. Is the, is the John Cena skin, is he just invisible? You can't see me? You can't see mm. me. He has that emote, but no, he is sadly visible. <laughs> oh, darn. But you can't get him with a shirt or without a shirt. That's too hypersexualized for the children. I, uh, I'm gonna, f- I mean, I'm gonna write my senator. Children are used to seeing him without a shirt on, to be fair. Yeah. They see him slapping man meat in a ring with other men. So what we're saying is John Cena's a groomer. Big, meaty men slapping meat. <laughs> uh, monkeypox. That's how you get monkeypox. I like I like John Cena when he does the... <laughs> oh, wait, that's not John Cena. That's... Are you thinking of fucking Danhausen? Yes. <laughs> Why do you know who Danhausen is? Because uh, you introduced me to him. I would not oh. know who the fuck that is. I don't. I'm not. I can't. I watched. All right. Sometimes is it ECW or what's the one? All Elite. AEW. AEW yeah. is like on the TV whenever I go downstairs for some reason, and I'll like sit there and watch it for like ten minutes. I'm like, this is fucking. And that one chick is clearly power lesbian. <laughs> power moving lesbian shit like all like that's all it is like that's power that's basic that's that's hypersexualization of female wrestlers which i don't agree with which is like 90 percent of female wrestling sorry yeah, it's, but like, it's wrong that's, it's wrong yeah it is i mean lots of the the women wrestlers in uh aew especially i think are like outrageously talented who are you talking about though what what i know who you're talking about she she's she uh they she's pranked simon howell and shit a few times She's actually pretty. She seems pretty cool. Uh, who, who Gina, is? Are you Gina talking about Carano? <laughs> no, she's she's over. Are you talking about the the girl the the woman the woman I sent you doing a pin? Yeah. Of? Oh, that's Rhea Ripley. She's and in I, WWE. I finally figured out where all those memes came from because you sent me that GIF. Yeah. Uh, Speaking of women no, wrestling and over sexualization, have you guys seen? That the transition has nothing to do with it. I'm not gonna lie. Um, the there's a fucking show that was like on ABC. I guess we ran across it on Hulu or some shit the other night. Uh, but kind of like Ninja Warrior and Wipeout and shit, except for it's fucking mini golf on like these bigger elaborate mini golf stages, and in between they have to like sometimes when like so they'll hit the ball from like where you tee off. And then there's like a swinging obstacle that they have to walk through to get to, you know, to make their putt. And like the course fucks them up like way harder than I've even seen on like Wipeout and shit. I mean, the course was like annihilating these people. It's hilarious. And Rob Riggle is one of the hosts. And like Steph Curry is like the guest host, like the celebrity guest. host. And there's like three seasons of it. I was like, where the fuck have I been? I didn't this, know. This but everybody awesome. likes to watch mini golf. It's it. Yeah, we watched like the first episode and it was pretty great. 
I mean, Rob Riggle is, you know, he's, he's fucking great. He's so a treasure. It's worth it just, yeah, he's a treasure. And holy Steph Curry, moly. the more I see him, he's pretty fun. Yeah, holy moly, that's it, dude. Fuck? <laughs> I don't know. I was like, what in the fuck is this? And so we had to watch, the first episode, there's a chick that just, like, doesn't understand the timing. There's these big swinging arms. And she's, like, six feet away from it, like, waiting for the gap. And then she goes off, but by the time she gets to the gap, obviously the fucking arm just fucking beats the shit out of her. She, like, bounces off the set. The set breaks because she hits it so hard. It's awesome. <laughs> There's four seasons of this shit. It's, I'm telling oh you, bro. God. This sounds delightful. Yeah, we're going to get shit hammered and all we'll watch it tonight together. Naked in a Discord call. It's going to be All great. right, let's spin that wheel. Spin that wheel! I missed a phone call. Oh, this is a good one. This is a good one. Let's not get super political with this one, but what executive orders would you do if you were Biden for 24 hours? Oh my god. Um. Uh, um. Uh, abortion is mandatory. Yes. First and foremost. <laughs> no more kids at all, period. Legalize all drugs and just regulate them at a state level. Have dispensaries for everything. Um. Gay marriage also mandatory. <laughs> Yes, you have to. Yeah. So monogamy, I guess, is also legal. You just have to marry like you can marry the opposite sex, but you also have to marry the same sex. That's polygamy, right. Polygamy is is force force polygamy. Okay. Polygam- polygamy is, is encouraged. What, what's, mono- what's monogamy then? What? So <laughs> are you just. You don't know what monogamy is? <laughs> no, I don't. Uh, monogamy Katie. is what yeah, you and problem. Katie are engaged in. <laughs> well, apparently <laughs> not. <laughs> it's just one It's one partner for each. Oh, okay. All right. Normal, normal heteronormative marriage type shit. Oh, See, this is why I'm on this show, because I'm stupid. Yeah. All right. But I wear cool shirts with Pablo Escobar and Walter White. Let's remove that one and never do that one again. We're going to spin the wheel again because that was uh, a really true We've, color. We added time. something new to the wheel and hopefully we'll land on it right now. Fuck, we didn't land on it. Ballsack! We have video game quiz cards uh, and I'm really excited. I wish we would land on one. Hypercharge. What do you guys think? Are we going to play that game at some point? I definitely want to try it out. I think Andrew yeah. has, hasn't he? Yeah, I've played it. I've played. Uh, I've played through all the levels. I've started going through them on like the higher difficulties. It's a fun so game. it's it's fun. My thing is, every time I see it, it screams, uh, like I don't you know arena shooter, online shooter, like PvP. I guess is what I'm. Is it's not though, is it? Or currently, it's just like a co-op experience. There are PV. There are PvP modes if you want to try that. Oh, okay, there are. But All right. the main sort of mode that the game is built around is like a horde mode, PvE kind of thing. Mm. Fortnite before it was Fortnite kind of thing. Uh, sort of, but it's more like closer to tower defense than right, Fortnite. Okay. So like the, so, the, thing, the things you can build are limited, limited in what you can build and where you can build it. So I think that's my argument with the game because, or, or my main issue, I guess, is... Um, cause you see the guy that runs that account just like every day, like 
targeting Xbox. Like, put us on Xbox and all the shit. Game Pass. Who wants to see us on Game Pass? Retweet this if you want to see it on Game Pass. And it's overly aggressive, in my opinion. And I think, from the outside looking in, it's a game with an identity crisis. Like, I don't think... I mean, like, the concept is, is cool. The core concept of, like, action figures. And it looks great. And, you know, the art style and all that. But, like, what the fuck are you? Are you a PvP co-op experience with, like, a story, linear story mode or some shit? Or are we talking about just a PvP shooter here? Like, what the fuck are you? They Figure that out and then go for it. They have not done a good job of explaining, like, what the function of the game is. But that's... Yeah. The funny thing is that that doesn't actually matter that much because the selling point is toys shooting each other. Right. That, yeah. As long as you show me, yeah. like show people running under like shelves and stuff and jumping out of dishwashers and whatever, then like, so, that's, that's all I need. Are they? Cause it, it, it has that, uh, God, what is it? DE mouse kind of feel to it from what it looks yeah. like. And I, that was one of my favorite 1.6 maps. That was, well, I enjoyed that so much. One thing I always think about whenever I'm thinking about that game is another game, uh, that's been, I mean, it's probably been out for close to a fucking decade now. The Mean Greens. And, uh, I mean, it was, the art style was fucking amazing. If they would have had a little bit more of an aggressive social media presence like Hypercharge, maybe it would have gone a little bit farther, but I don't think it ever had a console release, or it may have, but like recently, and it's just been way too late. But, uh, The Mean Greens was a game that was basically a reimagination of the Army Men 3D games, or Sarge's Heroes, or however you want to consider that. But, uh, there was a tan army and a green army. And I played a decent amount of it. There was just not enough people to, like, jump on and catch a match anytime you wanted. But it was really fucking well done. It wasn't just, like, a deathmatch or a team deathmatch or even just capture the flag. Like, I remember one level was uh, a birthday party and you would spawn, like, in the presence as, like, the green army, let's say. And then the tan army would spawn on top or around a birthday cake, like this massive fucking birthday cake. And the scale was just amazing, because obviously you're a little fucking toy army man. And the objective was to get to the cake and light all the candles with a flamethrower. And there was like, it was like a five-tier cake, you know. So you had to light all the candles on the on the birthday cake to win, and the tan army was defending that. And it was just really fucking well done. There was like, one level was like in a bathtub, and there was like a rubber duckies floating around and shit and you could jump on and off of them and shit another level was like a christmas tree and there was a fucking train going around the tree and you were on the train i have to be i'll be right back the level design the level design and everything in that game was fucking amazing but i think just seeing that game you, you know like from the first time i saw it and being like holy shit this is awesome like how is this not how is this not blown up and huge mm -hmm. and super popular and mainstream and seeing it just kind of fizzle out and not go anywhere has me, you know, thinking kind of the same thing for Hypercharge because there's a lot of similarities yeah. there. Yeah, I understand. That makes total sense. I think one of the things about Hypercharge that draws me back to it or it has like endeared it to me pretty well is lots of the little touches that are in it. So it has like, um, yeah, do you remember Fall Guys where you couldn't actually name your character for a period of time? You had to like hit a random name generation thing. I don't. I didn't. I didn't. I never really got into that one that much. Well, char anyways, characters in this game and in, in a hypercharge have that. It's not random. Yeah, you can randomize if you want to. <coughs> but you have four slots basically, and there's X number of words that can be in those slots. 
So you can name your character in that way, and they all come out with super action figure type, you know, like... Oh, nice, right. Mr. Punch guy or whatever. Yeah, like a fucking rap artist name generator. Yeah. Geared towards action figures. I I did manage to name my character just Ant-Man, though, so... Nice. Marvel's After gonna, much trial and error. Marvel's going to sh- sue the shit out of him. Oh, definitely. But that's, you know. But, but also, like, the little touches in that game are, like, part of you picking the customization options for your character is that you can pick which packaging they come in. If it's, like, a regular blister pack or, like, has more cardboard around it or whatever, and you start every match. One, it's got your name actually printed on it, the name that you came up with your character. And it, you start every match by, like, busting out of the plastic, knocking the plastic off oh, of the awesome. card backing. And, like, you can return to your card throughout matches to buy, like, the accessories that are stuck in there with, like, zip ties. Oh, shit. That's oh. a really cool idea. Yeah, so you can, like, upgrade your guns, find different types of, like... That's where the monetization like will come in, is, like, getting... I maybe box designs and shit you know what i mean like to trick yeah. out your box because if that's like if that stays in the game and other players see it like when you go back to your buy zone yeah that's that's really cool that, that's one of my problems with like the monetization in call of duty is like what the fuck do i care what my character looks like in a first person shooter where it's never fucking seen like i don't i mean for the most part i don't give a fuck the it seems to me too like i don't know this for sure but so there are lots of different types of characters. Like, think of them like different action figure lines. Like, there's kind of like a military guys one, and then there's like a, a bug people one, and then like a Valkyrie kind of style the Gorgonauts. one. Like, you know, a bunch of different ones. Um, and each of those has a different set of color schemes associated with them that you can unlock. I don't think there's any buying them. I don't know if there's any microtransaction stuff. Yet. Yet. Until Phil Yet. Spencer gets his hands on it. Yeah. Um... But, and it seems like each one of the, it's each of the heads, each toy has a bunch of different heads you can put on it. Each head Ah. comes with different dialogue that's recorded with different voices and stuff. So you've got that, you've got like, there are weapon skins, you decide like what kind of plastic you want your gun to be made. Like, there's lots of really cool little touches that I think, that I think if you played with action figures as a kid are like really hit, really hit right. Is there a weapon... That is a magnifying glass. No, there's not. There should be like a, a level where there's like an open window and then there's just like a magnifying glass up there and you can just beam it like a fucking sentinel beam. So the Did objective you- the objective is typically to defend there are three cores and you want to defend each of them. And they're placed throughout the level. They're kind of everywhere. And you can build defenses around them. And some of the defenses are like, you just, they're just like straight up Lego blocks. You just build like a Lego wall in front of it. Some of them are like piles of Elmer glue that people step into and then it slows them way down as they try to get That's through awesome. it to get to the. I love shit like that. I, yeah. I, I don't, did you guys ever, speaking to Frank's mention of the, of the magnifying glass weapon, did you guys ever play Jaffe's game Drawn to Death? Right. Uh, I remember you talking about it and then I think there was video of you playing it possibly. I, yeah, I really I, I wanted to play content. it, and I just didn't get to. It was really fucking cool. It was another one of those like really cool concepts, I thought, that just didn't catch on. For those of you that don't know, Scott Jaffe, uh, the creator of mm-hmm. Twisted Metal and God of War, and some others that I can't think of, I'm sure, but no, most notably those. He had a game called Drawn to Death on the PS3 era, yep. I think. That's how I met him. I was at PSX in Vegas for Call of Duty or some shit, and... Um, I, I just went by the booth and like, I always, yeah, that's exactly what I did, Frank. I would, I would, 
I was always that guy just building relationships. I would always just go and talk to people and hand them a business card if I had it, tell them I had a YouTube channel, et cetera, et cetera. And now, like, Jaffe and I follow each other, and he was nice enough to, like, sign a Funko Pop for me and shit. He's a cool dude. Um, but anyways, um, he was there showing off his game, Drawn to Death, and it's a game where everything in the level, the multiplayer, it, it was a PvP shooter, and third-person PvP shooter, and everything was hand-drawn. Like, even the menus and just all the UIs was like some kid had a sketchbook in high school and just drew all this crazy shit. And it even had, like, it was like white and blue, like a blue ink pen. And uh, the art style was just really fucking awesome. It was, but there didn't was it also, shit too. Didn't it also look like it was drawn on, no, like, lined notebook paper? Yeah, lined notebook paper, yeah. That it had a really fucking awesome aesthetic. But one of the... So there was kind of, like, kill streaks like call of duty style. So one of the things you could do in the game was like this fucking like hand of God. It would be like, you know, the idea was like, it was the artist that drew everything in the level you were playing had like a pencil and it would just like stab down wherever you selected. So you could just like impale people with a giant fucking pencil and just, it was super fucking cool. It just was one of those games that unfortunately never really caught on. Sounds Uh, like it was, it was really neat. It sounds like, um, comic zone. (laughs) Never heard of that one. Oh, it was an old Sega old, Genesis old, game. Old, 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 yeah. Where you you play as an art, a comic book artist whose creation comes to life and traps him inside of the comic. And then, like, throughout it, he's trying to... I mean, he's trying to stop you, but also doing stuff like tearing up the pages and, like... Yeah, you have to, like, jump from panel to panel to, like, change scenes. And it's got all kinds of... It just has all kinds of cool ideas. It's really fucking hard, hmm. though. So it's like, I don't think anybody probably saw more than the first two levels because it gets really difficult and there's no continues. Yeah, like how oh, hard, damn. like how hard Cool Spot was. All right, spin that wheel. Cool Spot's for babies, <laughs> shut up. Uh, what do we got here? GTA 6, we already talked about GTA 6. I mean... Well, let's cover the bullet notes real quick. The leaks, I'm sure everybody's already seen them, but... Um... Basically, it looks like the the setting is going to be Miami. Um, it's going to be a female protagonist, uh, lead character, and some sort of a Bonnie and Clyde type uh, story. And they've also mentioned that, and all this is unofficial as of right now. This is all leaks, right? It's just rumors, leaks. But more than likely, I think with as many people that reported on it, it had to have come from somebody that was somewhat, you know, uh, reliable. But uh, it it sounds like the plan is to release like the game in the Miami area. But then they're going to like, there's going to be post-launch content that'll be other major cities. So I don't know who knows if they'll do L.A. because we've already been there, but. It, I and I really like that idea because I think like with GTA Five, if they would launch, you know, if they would release, like you can fucking go to New York now. There's a little mini story in New York. Who the fuck wouldn't like pay for that shit? Yeah. So, and, but I'm wondering if it's going to be when they release those big. Let's see, like the the New York City package comes out. Is that going to be you know campaign and multiplayer? Or is it just going to be multiplayer or both? I don't know. But it's interesting. I, I did see. Heather Ann Campbell, I think, tweet about this being like, ah, yes, a female protagonist. I'm sure all of the fans will be really cool about this. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, and that oh, was the I other thing her. is that they said that it it's supposed to be a little bit more uh, safe as far as um, what's socially acceptable. Yeah, whatever. Which, 
kind I mean, like, I get it to an extent. They're probably just covering their ass, but they've gotten away with GTA 5 and everything that's in that for this long. Like, I'm replaying through GTA 5 right now, and when you're playing the um, uh, Franklin missions, dude, it is the it, it, it's it might drop more in bombs than fucking Django. I mean, it is like every other fucking word in the dialogue of the story mode. And so, I mean, I think they're worried about other things a little bit more, um, you know, political and, and uh, gender roles and all that shit. But, uh, I don't know, it kind of sucks. I mean, that's always been the fun part about GTA is just, like, seeing a billboard that you're like, oh, shit, they were brave enough to put that in their fucking game. You know? I don't know. So we'll see. We'll see how, like, politically correct they go and hope that it's not so bad where it just doesn't feel like GTA anymore. It feels like we're playing Simpsons Hit and Run or some shit. All right. All right. All right, Bobby. Spin that fucking wheel, mate. Spin that shit. Come on. What are your preferred pronouns? What the fuck is a pronoun? What the fuck does that mean? <laughs> I don't know. Dude? I thought it was, uh, like, yeah, dude. I'm dude. She's a dude. He's a dude. We're dudes. Did you miss... Did you fucking mistype? Uh, dude, bro. No, pronouns. Like, what would you... Like, what do you think are the stupidest pronouns? I accept all pronouns. Bruh. Bruh. Homie. I call people, uh, yeah, it's mostly just kind of dude for me. Every once in a while. Cuz? Uh, every, every once in a while I, I slip in a dog. Oh, dog, yeah. So I'm trying to think of if, if there's any pronouns, because we're old now. Are there any yeah. pronouns that, like, aren't acceptable anymore that were acceptable when we were in high school? Uh, I mean, lots of derogatory ones. That well, no, 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 nothing like canceled. I'm just saying, like, not. You know what I mean? N- not like people cool still call anymore. people homie. Yeah, I suppose. I don't know. I don't. But I think there's that. a lot more like um. There, there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff that we would call each other now that we wouldn't get a, away with back in the day. As far as just like everybody was a little bit of a homophobe when we were in high school. Yeah, a little more so than now, at least. A little bit. Now so, it's like, hey, come over, but Frank. Now that fuck each other. Biden is making gay marriage mandatory. Thank we, God. Thank we you, literally Papa can't Joe. have a conversation <laughs> without making without allusions. Biden. No, without making allusions to sexual acts that we would perform on each other. So it's like, that is just yeah. part of the nomenclature now. We got a video game quiz. We got a video game quiz card. Finally. Oh my gosh. I had to add three more of them to finally get one. I'll say, did you actually spin it, or did you just... No, I spun it. Like, yeah, it landed. Okay. The, the viewers right, here see we go. it. Here we go. So, um, it looks like we've got two questions per card here. So, I want to come up with something where, like, maybe even if it's during the day, we all have a beer on our fucking desk, and may- we might have to day drink if we get one wrong. Like, let's say, if Andrew gets it right, he gets to hand out two drinks. If Frank gets it wrong, he has to take seven. You know, something like that. I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, here we go. Oh yeah, it'd be equal. That, that that's the only way to make it equal. <laughs> I I am gonna I'm gonna cover. Hold on, let me. I I know this is like very ill prepared, but uh, I'm gonna actually cover the answers so I can partake too. What is the name of the race of insect aliens in the 1984 game Elite? Elite. Elite. E L I T E. I have never heard of that. Oh my god. Have 84. A what would that even be? That's like, what Elite that's Dangerous is a remake of. Be like a Atari game, or when when did the NES come out? I don't even know. God, I'm just gonna throw a guess out there. I'm gonna I'm gonna say like Zorg, Z O R G. Something ending guess. Something ending in oids. 
Antoids. I don't like. Oh, you both of you were close. It's Thargoids. T H A R G O I D S. I was right. I just did was not specific. You know why I'm fat? So I think I'm fat because I have a Thargoid condition. Exactly. That's right. Um, I think when when we get a spin wheel on this, since there's two questions per card, we'll just read two. In what year did the Nintendo Wii launch? No googling. The Nintendo Wii. 2006? I'm going to say five. I know it was like right... I mean, we were in high school because I remember going over to a certain somebody's house and playing Wii Sports in the basement. My first instinct was 2004, and that sounds about right, so I'm going to stick with 2004. 2004. I feel like 2004 was Halo 2, so I think you might be a little early. I might be a little early. No, you're right. 2006. I was I was right, right? I said 2006, I think. You said I remember. I think you I said, said 2006. I said 2006. You you said it? Okay. 06. So we were uh we were fucking um what juniors. Jesus. I I'm so fucking stupid. I couldn't remember. We covered the spread though. Yeah. Goddamn right we did. All right. That's kind of easy for us though cuz we, you know, that was our era. All, All I could remember was right. uh, you guys went on senior trip, and for senior trip, they gave you guys walking around money, a bunch of walking around money, and I think you'd spend it on a Wii, or we had talked about that at least. I I don't remember what I did with mine, but they didn't, let, for the viewers out there, for the listeners, they didn't just give us spending money, that was... Uh, it was money that you guys all, earned through fundraisers. Yeah, and all the yeah, events so. we earned and everything, we earned way more than what they needed for the budget of the trip. So the extra, they just split up amongst the 27 students or whatever that went on the trip. These guys excluded. I was the only one that went that you got. And there, everybody in the class went except for like three or four, four people, people, I think. Yeah. And th- this was two of them. I started a podcast <laughs> with these two dipshits. So that's right. What does that tell you? One. Well, neither one of you by choice, right? No, Andrew, got, when did you I drop out? Kicked out of that. I dropped out after you guys graduated because I was still stuck there. So it was like the last week because we, I think graduation was a week before or something. I don't remember. I don't remember. I, yeah, because I dropped out the next year. I mean, I dropped out like six months into the next next year. Oh, OK. And, My second uh, senior year. Oh, so you tech. Oh, OK, I thought you dropped out that year. I didn't realize you actually failed yeah i remember that it was i remember it was bad and the idea was there but i didn't remember if you actually did or not yeah you guys were gone i went to school for quite a you know another while longer as a new member of the like underclass it was it was very weird i did not enjoy my time yeah yeah especially in a small school where it's not just like oh who's the new kid it's like no we all know andrew (laughs) and i'm (laughs) we know exactly what happened and i'm a drug addict so (laughs) <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly. Yeah. yeah. Is that why you couldn't go? Is because you failed a drug test? Failed a fucking piss test. And what was stupid as shit is because. Random. Yeah. Oh, even though Frank's name was every, every fucking, fucking time. time. <laughs> and what's funny is it is it I had. I had. There was one day whenever I got piss tested where I had literally smoked a joint on my way to fucking school that day. Okay. And I, you know, they're not going to get me, so I, like, face pads, like, cleaned up, Axe body spray, you know, going to school, it's okay, I'm just fucking, I had, like, 
two hours of shop classes the first fucking like I was getting high fucking using power tools. And then that I, was my problem with senior year too. And then I got called Not in. Marijuana, but I got called in for a piss test, and then it like it scared me. I was like, "Fuck this!" And I I quit smoking. I quit smoking, and then like two or three months later, I got piss tested again. And I failed. So I mean, they had to get you out, Frank. They recognized the uh, or the yeah. danger. You they were intimidated by you. Oh, yeah. But that was my problem with senior year too. Is I my first two hours by design. Like we were smart when we, when we, there maybe not many things that we did that were intelligent uh, during our high school years, but when we made our classes, I made a point that we had the first lunch shift, which was after third hour, so we only had three hours before lunch, and my first three hours were uh, like weightlifting and then PE, so basically gym class for two hours, and then art, and then lunch. So like the whole fucking first half of the day was complete dick around time. And so that's why I was at Andrew's house like every fucking night of the week till four o'clock in the morning. I was like, I don't fucking care. I'm still going to wake up at like yeah. eight, maybe show up to fucking because. And then you I could go realized, in. Did you go in through the, the fucking gym locker room doors whenever you were late? Oh, yeah. Most of them. Yeah. Because <laughs> no one shit. there. All the doors were open back then. Nothing was fucking. No one cared. Oh, God. And uh, <coughs> and I found out that you you could miss like two hours before you were actually marked as absent. Like you only had to show up for a certain amount of the day. Yeah. And yeah. when I found that out, I was like, shit. Yeah. But that's like, my so fucking, mine. but no they use cared. that and all I, they use that to fuck over Andrew though. Yeah. That's the thing is like, I mean, when, when you're in that small of a community, you know, it, it's kind of like, well, I mean, I think it probably helped that I was, at least getting passing grades in all my, no offense to Andrew, but like Andrew just didn't care. I think he's told the story before, but yeah. he just didn't do his work and shit. He's smarter than I am, but um, I would do my work enough because I was in football. I had to, I had to have, you know, like at least C's to be able to play. So I had passing grades. So I think because of that, they just kind of didn't really give a shit what I did. And like my, my football coach was like the gym teacher and shit. So I could get away with whatever there. And it just was the only I needed my senior year. I needed a half of a credit of visual arts, which was the art class that I had right before lunch. That's all I needed as a requirement to pass. So I think after the first half of the year, I had that half credit the last half of the year. I was just, I, I was there for nothing. I had, I didn't give any fucks. He was in my fucking homeroom or not my homeroom class. My last shift class, my last shift whatever it was yeah the it was it was called home yeah no home no 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 but the, it was the pe thing yeah it was like a shorter it wasn't a full hour i think it was like 20 minutes it was the last thing before we beat the shit we out of kids home. in dodgeball frank and i were both teachers assistants we were tas I, which you had to sign up for early because all the good teachers got nabbed up quick i had the one teacher that no one wanted to be a ta for you remember who yeah. The math teacher. Yeah. Uh, he yeah. was he was actually a good um, guy. But he was Yeah, he was actually fine. It was just one of those that no one was gonna pick him. And yeah. uh much to my surprise, he never required like anything out of me. I just he would make me make copies like once a month, maybe. And I would just ask him every day I'd come in, like, Hey, you got anything for me to do? No. You mind if I go to gym? And he'd be like, 
yeah, that's fine. And so I'd go hang out with Frank, and we'd play dodgeball with the fucking seventh and eighth graders. I don't and know. We'd beat the shit out of them. <laughs> I don't know how the fuck I got like the best like homeroom class. I don't or, or whatever it was, the eighth Dude. period class. I don't know how the fuck I got that. And I will go on the record. I was 16, 17 at the time. Seventeen at the time. I called a fifteen-year-old girl a cunt. I'm admitting to it. I wanted to bring that. I don't know if I told you. I saw her at one of my son's baseball games like a month ago. Is she she, she kind of hot in that she trailer park exactly kind of way. Same. Yeah, she's hot no, in that no, trailer no, no, no. park. <laughs> she's exactly how she was. Oh, God. she looked exactly the same. I avoided her like she was. After that, um, I was like, oh my God, she is definitely a Karen now. Uh, her family actually came to the Taco Bell uh, while I was working a shift on a Sunday and harassed me about that whole thing. Oh, I don't doubt that. The, that, the fun story there is our coach... I think we've talked about it before, but... Pretty our sure coach, he heard. Our coach basically lied to the fucking administration of the school when everything came crashing down on Frank. They called this fucking seventh grader the C word. And I think much more than that in front of like everyone there. And uh, I remember, like, the principal coming down and talking to Coach, and Coach was like, I, I didn't hear anything. I don't think he said anything. This bitch is crazy, basically, is what he told her. <laughs> and uh, so Frank got away with it, even though he did. Back in those days, you know, like, a teacher would just lie because, like, he liked us, and I was on the football team, and Frank was too, and shit. So We had to, well, yeah. fuck those kids. We had to dump out their backpacks to get their cell phones, because they would not fucking, if they were bad that day, they had to sit up there and do homework. And they wouldn't do, they'd just be fucking on their phones and shit. We dumped their backpacks and, this was, and got their cell phones the into the office. Days. This was the early days where a cell phone was still a flip phone if you had some money in the family. And the only thing you could do on it was text, call, and play, play snake. fucking snake. And no one text in those days anyways because it was like 50 cents or 99 cents a message or whatever the fuck it was. It was a pain like, in the ass, I, too. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't easy to like input a message, but I. Yeah, I, back in those days, like no one fucking text. You just called. I was I like do, afraid I'd accidentally send a text. I what? do remember getting really good at T nine texting, though. I do sort of miss it. It was yeah, pretty cool. That was kind of fun. I got you... a whenever whenever I moved out with uh with Ronnie in that house. I remember that shithole. Uh, I remember I got. One of those like small phones that was like a little oval and you could flip it up. You could turn it sideways and yeah, flip yeah. it up. You had a full QWERTY. Oh my god, bro. That's when texting started for me. But I think I was on like some Sprint deal where you had like unlimited texts with the phone one. plan we were on. Still has yeah. one. What does he have? What does he have? What does he have? Oh shit. This is uh, one of the phones that Andrew uses to play mobile games. Old, old ass mobile games whenever he's pooping every day. Because he drains the batteries. I don't, I don't out give of him. a fuck what he shows. It's not going to be better than this. <laughs> what the fuck is that thing? Is that a BlackBerry? This is a Sony. This is Sony a Palm Erickson. Pre. Remember Palm? Oh my god! Uh, it's a Palm Pre, baby. This is the first touchscreen phone I think I had. No, no, it's not actually. But this thing, yeah, full QWERTY headphone jack. It was the shit, dude. I loved this thing. It was great. Uh, Sony Ericsson also had a Walkman phone that I had like two different versions of that were actually pretty good because you didn't have music on your phones back then, kids. You either had an MP3 player or you had like a cell phone slash MP3 player and the Sony Ericsson fucking Walkman phones are pretty fucking dope shit. Or, do yeah, you remember, or you had both and you carried both. That's what I did. Yeah. Do you remember that, uh, you guys remember that blue and silver flip phone I had? 
It even had the extending antenna. I had it in high school. And I remember <laughs> yeah. it actually had it actually had the play and like the fast forward and rewind button on the front. And it would I mean it, I think I could only put like five or ten MP3s on it before it was fucking uh, completely full. Yeah, there's probably I a lot of crazy train on deal. there. Uh, I bet you there was crazy train on there and some uh, Buck Cherry, <laughs> some Weird Al, a little bit of Coolio, so, you know. uh, audio clips from South Park. Probably, <laughs> yeah. I don't even know what. The what would Brian Boitano do if he were here today? I bet he'd kick an ass or two. That's what Brian Boitano do. Yep. <laughs> Bigger, uh, longer, and uncut. The best South Park movie ever made. Oh. Uh, uh, well, spin the, the wheel again. Fuck it. it. All right, we got we got one more wheel spin, and then we got to fucking and we got we got to wrap this up. Fuck B. this pig. You got to wrap it up, B. Wrap it up, B. Name the movie in the comments, or you're blocked on all our socials. All right, we're not doing this one, but somebody I asked for fucking I asked for things. I asked for things, and people to submit fucking topics. I gave you I gave you things, and somebody posted how women shop. How women be How shopping. How women be shopping. I believe be shopping, man. Yeah, yeah. I, I do be remembering that. All right. In some in some specific circumstances, sometimes women be shopping. They do. They do be sometimes be shopping. Video game quiz. All right, good. This yeah. is this is the this end. Is a good way to end this it. This is the end. Good way to end, yeah. This you just end every show end. with a quiz card. All right. I gotta get, like, a better system, though. I need something to fucking hide the answers from myself. Alright. Or or you buy two sets, and then you send them to me and him. Ooh. Or you buy it yourself, you fucking cocksucker. Here we go. Uh, in which game did Kitana first appear as a playable character? Kitana. K-I-T-A-N-A. Is that a Tekken character or a Soul Calibur character? Or a... Fucking... Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I think I know the answer, but it might be off by one. I'm just going to say, I don't know. I think it's fucking Tekken, but I doubt it. It's, I think, I want to say um, Mortal Kombat 2, but it might be 3. I don't even have a guess. Mortal Kombat 2. Andrew gets the fucking, the golf clap. Kobe! One and one. Frank, next time you're going to need to give a golf clap. Thank you. No, fuck him. In what year was the Game Boy Color released? The Game Boy Color. So the Pocket came before the Color, right? Game Boy, Game Boy Pocket. Yes. And then the Game Boy Color. Nine. I had the OG Game Boy whenever I was in, like, fucking second grade. 1997. I'm going to say 95. I'm going to say 6. It's 98. 1998. It's 98. Damn. Wow. Okay. I thought it had to have been earlier than that, but... Because I remember... uh, You're telling me the fucking Game Boy Color came out one year before the Dreamcast. (laughs) Holy shit. Times was tough (laughs) back then. Times was tough. Times was tough, man. Mobile technology has come so far. We thought Crazy Taxi was the best driving game we'd ever get. Bitch, we would play I mean, Driver, man. I never played the Driver as much. I remember I had a friend that, that was into Driver, but I never really got it. I was a GTA kid. I just, from that fucking moment that we went into your 
brother's bedroom and jerked off under his pillow and then played GTA three on his game save. And he almost murdered us because he found out. Um, I, I've been a GTA kid ever since, you know? And I remember playing a uh, demolition racer, I think on the dreamcast. That one was the shit dude. It, it, doesn't, it doesn't hold up. Oh, I'm sure. But at the time, yeah, Demolition Racer. Well, uh, thanks, Javelin, for letting us use your song, Soda Popensky, as our theme. You fucking douche. That's pretty cool. Not you, Javelin. You guys are cool. Not. I don't oh, know why yeah, you call no, Javelin douches, you I... asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I was zoned out looking at eBay, Demolition Racer, bro. No exit, son. Sick-ass cover art. Love you, Javelin. Sorry for implying that you were maybe the douche I was speaking about. So, um, Yeah. Thanks, Tyler Edwards, for the art. Appreciate it. Good, good. Yeah! I'm gonna go shove this up my butt. Good. He, he made 50 of good. those today. While we were waiting on Andrew. <laughs> Allegedly. Alleg allegedly. allegedly. I, I was at Best Buy, I'm sorry. Motherfucker. Buying fucking Skylander figurines, probably, you piece of shit. Uh, it was Disney Infinity. Okay. Uh, the, to uh, do it, Today's word is Dreamcast. 